What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Boys from the East podcast. I am your host, Nicholas, uh, followed by uh, your co-host, Aiden. Hello. And uh, Joe couldn't join us again today. Uh, it's unfortunate that he can't join us, but uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. We, we expect him to be back soon. Hopefully, hopefully. If not, we'll let you guys know. But yeah, so let's uh, let's jump right into it today. You know, last week, uh, oh, not last week. On Friday, we talked about fewer topics, but this week we have we have a lot to get to. So let's start off like we always do with college football. And um, I want I want to get into Mac Jones, Alabama quarterback, Heisman contender. He is having a beautiful season for Alabama. I don't think he has the NFL potential because uh, if there's any track record of Alabama quarterbacks, it's not a good one. They're not good. They just don't pan out in the NFL. In the college, they're beasts. They can't pan out, pan out in the NFL. But, um, yeah, he had a monster game the other day. He was just ripping open the Auburn defense. And, I mean, there's people wide open the whole game. I was a little surprised Auburn. I thought they would put up a little more of a fight. You know, they always do in the Iron Bowl. It's one of the, my favorite college uh, football games to watch all year. And, it, I mean, they a fight. So, um, yeah, I mean, 302 yards, five touchdowns, that's pretty good. I mean, five touchdowns, that's pretty sick. I mean, if you get five touchdowns, you know you're legit. Mm-hmm. Although, like, it was against, like, not the best team. In- well, there are 22 in the country. Yes, but it's not, like, say if you, it's not, like, has he proven himself yet? Against like a big team, so. Uh well, he did get a four. Well, he did get a forty-one twenty-one, uh, forty-one twenty-four win over, uh, Georgia, which is a nice win. Oh uh, no, they're still they're still up there. Let me check the recent rankings. Um, but I believe they are. They're they're still they're still up there, but um. At the time, they were number three in the country. Um, but he got four touchdowns, one pick, 417 yards. Significantly better than uh, Stenson Barrett. Well, Bennett, when they played. When they played Georgia. But Mac Jones definitely proving himself. I like him more than Trevor Lawrence. And I hope he beats Trevor Lawrence for the Heisman. If I'm going to have to pick a Heisman contender, probably be Mac Jones would be my pick. Um... But yeah, I mean, I think he's having a monster year. He's going to keep playing for that monster year. And he's going to keep adding to it. And there's going to be no stopping this kid. And I hope to see that. I hope he breaks a few records. You know, catches up to Joey Burrow, my boy. And yeah, Georgia is 5-2 and two this year, number 9 in the country. So nothing, nothing uh, overlooked. They're a decent team. Yeah. Any thoughts, Aiden? Uh, yeah. I just think it really relies on uh, Mac, jo- like with Alabama, just Mac Jones needs to stay being good, and with him, chances of winning the Heisman, uh, I think he has a chance, definitely. Just yeah. Needs- Does do they have any big games coming up, or just like games against like? Okay. Well, you know my feel about the Alabama schedule. 
It's a little rigged. Uh, Alabama's next game is LSU, and then it's the SEC Championship, which SEC Championship probably against Florida, which will be a monster matchup. Number six, Florida, number one, Alabama in that SEC Championship game. That will be a huge, huge, huge game. Uh, Florida, I believe, coming off uh, coming off a win against Kentucky. But, yeah, I mean, LSU, it would be interesting to see if LSU can hand Alabama a loss. Most likely not. But if they do, that will be something to see. I mean, LSU is just having a bad year. They lost Joe Burrow to the NFL. They lost Daddyus Moss to the NFL. They lost uh, they lost so many players to the NFL. I can't even think of them all. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They lost the NFL. A bunch of other guys having a significant down year. This year, Justin Jefferson, they lost. Justin Jefferson, a monster Madden player. Not gonna lie, he's a glitch in Madden. Um, Devin White, yeah. And, uh, let's also talk about a little bit about Alabama. They did really good without Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Maybe there's different ways to pronounce the name. Well, Nick Saban is the greatest coach in, in college football history. I uh, I think we all expected them to win. I didn't see them losing. I hope they lost. I was. I pr- I picked Auburn just because I don't want to see Alabama win. That's the only reason I picked Auburn to win. But um, yeah, I mean, you. There's some news reports about Nick Saban in his house. He wasn't yelling at the TV, which I feel like for the number one coach in the country, not yelling at the TV uh, for when his team does something bad. You know, that's that's uh, he's keeping himself calm. That's all I can say. But yeah. So let's let's go to Penn State now. Penn State went over Michigan. Michigan having an awful year. Jim Harbaugh needs to get his stuff together. Michigan probably not going to get a bowl game. I'm assuming they're not going to get a bowl game. Penn State need, not getting a bowl game either. Um, you know, losing Trace McSorley they really hurt them. I'm kidding. They lost Trace McSorley a long time ago. But uh, yeah, I mean. It was a, it was a good win. It was a surprising win. I think everyone expected Michigan Wolverines to win that game, not the Penn State Nittany Lions. What even is a Nittany Lion? Aiden, can you tell us the cat expert? What's a Nittany Lion? Hmm. As the cat expert, obviously, uh, oh, it's a lion. It's just a lion. Why is it Nittany? The name starts with an N. The lion's name starts with an N. That's why. Oh, the knee line is the lion's name. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't matter. Penn State won. I'm hyped for Penn State. I'm happy for them. I know a Penn State fan who was really happy and really surprised. He thought they were going to lose all their games, but they didn't. So, uh, shout out to the Penn State fans. Hope they did good. And um, speaking of the Big Ten, Indiana. They're contending for that Big Ten championship spot. I don't know if they can get it, though. Um, I'm going to say they probably won't. Because let's let's look at their path to the Big Ten, champ, uh, Big Ten championship game. They need Ohio State to lose. Ohio State needs to lose at least one more game. 
Uh, they have Ohio State has two games. Michigan State pulled over that upset against Northwestern, so there's a chance Ohio State could bring pull that one out. I mean, Michigan State can pull that one out. And then against Michigan, that's going to be a question mark. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. And, yeah, I expect Indiana not to make it. The reason why I'm bringing this topic up is because I was watching the – I was just watching a halftime show for the UCLA-Arizona game, another good game. And they brought it up, the fact that Indiana could – um, could win the, uh, could make it to the Big Ten championship game, but I knew that was absurd. And there's no way a team that that means Ohio State would have to lose their next two games, and um, Indiana would have to win their next two. Which uh, that's not that's not a gimme. I mean, Indiana has number sixteen Wisconsin and Purdue, so yeah. Big question mark there. And the next thing I want to get to in college football, is I want to get to my boys, the Buffalo Bulls. Wow, they put on a performance. The Buffalo Bulls are a monster team. 70-41 to 41 win over the Kent State Golden Flashes. Don't even know what that me- name is. Just saying. But Buffalo... Yeah, that's a huge game. The man has 700 yards in his last two games they're running back. That's crazy. That's unheard of. I think he almost broke a record, but they took him out at half. So, I mean, he he's he's going to break a mon- bunch of records. So, yeah. I mean, he, he's going wild. He's going crazy. Buffalo, hopefully they get ranked. I, you know, I always have a sweet spot for my Buffalo Bulls. But, um... Yeah, I mean, they really showed what they're all about. Getting 70 points, dropping a 70 bomb on Kent State. You know, Kent State put up a fight, 41-70. It wasn't a gimme, but it was a pretty easy W for the Bulls. Um, and then, you know, the next, the last thing I want to get to uh, in college football is Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, I said it. They're going to contend this year. Coastal Carolina, uh, put up a big W. If I can find the stats, um, Coastal Carolina put got a big W that uh yesterday, forty nine fourteen win over Texas State Bobcats. You know, I was talking trash about those Bobcats. They're pretty trash. And what do you think of these this Coastal Carolina team? Coastal Carolina, Shannon Sellers? I don't even know what their name is. But what do you think of this Coastal Carolina team? Do you think the committee will give them enough love? Maybe put them top 10? Right now, they're at 20, which is disrespectful. They look promising. Uh, but I don't think they're going to put them in the top 10. Just because like, there's so many other good teams. But I think they're going to be definitely... I think they'll at least get in the top 15. Well, here's the thing. The reason why they're not in the top 10 right now is because they're not a Power 5 school. Power 5 school, Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12, SEC, ACC. Those are the five main conferences. So every team in that conference is going to be above the Coastal Carolinas, the BYUs of the world, 
the Cincinnati's, even though Cincinnati, they've put some respect on their names this year because of their schedule strength. So that's kind of unfair for the Coastal Carolina and BYU and the Tulsa's. You know what I mean? It's unfair for them, but there's nothing. It, you can't really change these guys' minds. I mean, they just don't have the schedule strength. They should schedule tougher games, but I guess that's the argument. Can they really prove themselves in the tougher games? And probably not. I mean, it depends on who they play. That's the thing. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens. Um, I think for the college football playoff rankings for this week, I'll make a quick prediction. Coastal Carolina is going to jump into the top 15. Buffalo is going to jump into the top 20. Or is going to drop into the bottom 20, 20 to 25. They'll be around there. Then I think BYU. uh, Did they play? Let me check if they played. Uh... BYU, they did, oh, yes, 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 they played Friday, nice win against Houston, they'll jump to probably, probably 10, maybe 12, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see, interesting to see what they do with Northwestern, coming off that loss, uh, and then Texas A&M had a nice win yesterday, uh, over... I believe it was LSU. Yeah, 20-7 win. Do they fall back because not in dominating win like Florida had a dominating win against... Uh, what's uh, Who'd they play? Dominating win against Kentucky? Probably not. They'll probably be the top five, but we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Aiden, any thoughts on the college football playoff rankings? Uh, not really. Just, I think... I think definitely the Bulls should get into the, like what you're saying, getting into like maybe the top 20. Yeah, I mean, they're undefeated. They had a dominating win over Kent State. Kent State's not a good team at all, by no means, but they're better than some teams. And they, and Buffalo, they should get some respect. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. So. Let's get to our next topic of the day. Let's get to the MLB. I want to leave boxing and the NFL to the end today. Let's get to the MLB, get that out of the way. Aiden, would you like to explain to us what's going on with Trevor Bauer? So, Trevor Bauer is one of my favorite players in the MLB. Just some people might not like him because he has a personality and, like, fights back against, like, is not, like, the common player. He has an ego. He has a massive ego. But he he trains hard. You can see that. And he, like, even though in past seasons he's had, like, a bad ERA, it's mostly because that he just has, like, I don't know. Just really, I feel like he's going to put it together this year, and I think he deserves a lot of money. And I think if... The, I think he's either going to go to these five teams. The Yankees, the Mets, the Angels, Dodgers, and a sneaky team being the Marlins. 
I hope he goes to the Marlins. That'll be fun to see. And the reason why I say the Marlins is because he would be the dominant ace. There would be nobody to really... And I guess that would kind of be the same with the Angels as well. But he would be that one main star on their rotation that could lead the all their young players to another playoff berth. Like they did. Yeah, I mean... And I think he might like that. Like, if he gets the money. I. What about Sixto Sanchez? What do you do with him? You put him in the rotation. He's too young to be an ace, I feel like. He needs more years of experience. And I feel like Trevor Bauer being their ace would be a good fit. Although, I don't want him to go there. I think it would be a good fit. But I, the, pers- the team I would obviously want him to go to is the... Yankees, but there's multiple issues with that, with Garrett Cole not liking it, with them having a fallout in college. Uh, but what do you think about Trevor? Um, I think it's going to be interesting Um, to see what happens. I'm not really sure. I don't think Trevor Bauer is going to the Yankees or the Mets. I'm pretty sure it's just going to stay off. I think maybe that he would rather go to the Reds over the Yankees and Mets. Mm-hmm. I don't really see him going to either of those teams. I think he might go to the Angels. I think the Angels need to help the most. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Angels. Uh, I think he'll be useful with the Angels the most. Other than these teams, the Dodgers, he won't come in and be an ace because of Walker Buehler. Because of Clayton Kershaw. So maybe he goes to the Angels and helps the Angels. And maybe is that final piece in putting the Angels into a playoff contender. And even maybe a championship contender. And I'm actually going to add talking about the Angels. In this because the Angels are a very weird team. I feel like for the past couple of years. They have considered they the are. best player in the league. In Mike Trout, and they just haven't been able to do anything. Like their starting pitching has been just every year. There's like one, maybe one or two of them that do good, and then the other three do bad. They're, I feel like their bullpen is usually bad. I feel like they need to maybe get a bullpen piece for free agency as well to help that team. Like they got Anthony Rendon this season, and it just still didn't help them as, as much as they thought it would. So I feel like it's definitely they're a weird team that I feel like they do like it's kind of like the Yankees as well, where the Yankees can make it to the playoffs, but like as the Yankees need like like they keep thinking they need that one more piece, which it's just not working out. I think the Angels need one more piece, and I think it will work out. Yeah, I think that one more piece will be a pitcher, and probably it will be. Trevor Bauer. I don't really see how it won't be Trevor. I mean, I don't really see them contending without Trevor Bauer. That's what I mean. I If they don't have a stud pitcher, I don't see how they can possibly contend with that. You know what I mean? They need a pitcher. They don't have much. And Shohei being a two-way player and not really proving that he can be like a can pitch. He can't pitch. Like, especially, like, he just not... I feel like he needs either more practice or they need to tell him, hey, you stick to one posi- one or another. You know? 
Yeah, I think he probably should just stick with yeah. uh, batting. Maybe coming as a reliever now and again, but nothing crazy. Just stick with batting, stick with hitting for now. I don't think he's proven himself. With all these arm issues, you know, maybe it's better uh, error on the side of caution because, you know, if he gets a, if he re-injures that arm, um, he probably won't come back. Um, he probably won't come back for a long time. He probably won't come back for a long time. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's, it's definitely, it's an interesting situation over there. Yeah, it's an interesting situation over there in Los Angeles for the Dodgers and the Angels, more specifically the Angels, see where they can take it. And I had seen, like, you wanted to get into Tommy Pham. How about you? Yeah, Tommy Pham, he got injured and got stabbed. It's heartbreaking. I hope he's okay. Now he's suing the club he got stabbed in. Um, Hope he wins his lawsuit. Probably not, because it's not really the club's fault he got stabbed. But, yeah, I mean, I I hope he feels better. Hope he gets back, because he's a good player. He's... He's definitely a good player. He's on the Padres. He's a decent, decent player, and he's a role player. He goes in there and fits in the rules where you want him to fit in, and that's what Tommy Pham is. And I think without him, the Padres might need a little more help. Is there any other baseball you want to get to? Uh, I feel like another important one is just, like, talking about how free agency is affected with the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought this up to me, uh, that basically, they said that they lost $2 billion and then retracted it and said they lost $145 million. What do you think about that? Yeah. That's crazy. That is, like, to lose $145 million is insane. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens now since they lost $145 million. Uh, I don't expect them to be contenders, and they don't really have any money. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Um, Bryce Harper. They signed Bryce Harper. Before that, they were considered one of the teams that had the most money to spend to get yeah. players. And now they could be one of the least amount to get players, which is uh-huh. crazy. That one, that, like, two seasons could change, like, your whole financial standpoint. Well, obviously, circumstances, but mm-hmm. still. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. We you've been talking about this a lot about how COVID might affect uh might affect the um might affect MLB free agency. Uh so yeah, I mean I I don't really know how COVID's going to affect it because we're talking about millionaires, we're not talking about people that really need the money. We're talking about millionaires, and if, God forbid, they lost all their money, there's things they could do to get the money back because of their name, because of their money they used to have. So it'll definitely be interesting. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Definitely. And also, I did. I want to bring this up. I heard the ML, ML, MILB, Minor League Baseball, is thinking about demoting the Fresno Grizzlies, and I thought the most interesting part about 
the threat to demote the Fresno Grizzlies to like I think it was maybe double A. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I thought the most interesting part about it all was how the president, I mean the mayor, and the uh, mayor elect of Fresno, they're they're angry. They're angry. They need their uh, they need their uh, status as high, and they might even cut their ties to the major leagues and become an independent. I really hope they don't, but um, it's it's an interesting thing, and I think I don't think they should be taking away the uh, minor league baseball. I don't think they should be demoting anyone. I don't think they should be eliminating teams. Minor league baseball helps out so many small communities in the country, all over America, and I think it would be a huge mistake if they really cut down the amount of teams or start demoting the teams. So yeah, well, actually, it was a single A. Demotion. So to go from triple A to single A is crazy. Yeah. And you know, Alex Bregman played for the Fresno Grizzlies. I mean, that's just a disrespect to everyone who plays for the Grizzlies now to demote them to single A. Obviously, they probably won't be, the players won't be demoted, but still. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a weird situation. Um, I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, because especially you love any team that has the Grizzlies or Bears. Um, yeah, Bear community. Yeah, it's uh, I'm going trip like you were saying, Triple A to Single A. That's a big thing. Like, would they move the coaches to tri- to Single A? You know, like what would they do with the, all the coaches? And they're they're trying to get back in the swing of things. There's gonna be a bunch. There's been a bunch of upsets. So yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I was more just involved when uh, uh, Zion and all the players uh, that were with Duke. That was really when I was involved. Yeah. Because Zion was mm-hmm. to watch. Uh, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame basketball. Being a Notre Dame basketball fan, it's hard. I mean, we were about to beat Michigan State. And we lost by 10. It's really hard being a Notre Dame basketball fan. They never do anything good. They were good one year. Uh, never been good since. All right, so let's get into on the, one of the major topics from last night, boxing. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. fight, Jake Paul, Nate Robinson. Uh, it was a great fight night last night. And did, you saw some of the highlights. What did you think of that fight night? Well, I'll start off with Jake. We'll start off talking about Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Wow. I think it probably should have been called in that first round. Uh, that one hit that Jake got into Nate, because that was pretty bad. You could tell that he kind of like was not in the like he just went straight for him right after Nate. I mean, he was yeah, done. Like, at, after that point, you knew there was probably no chance for Nate to win. There was no chance. But did you see the way Nate was coming out of the gate? He was running at yeah, Jake. I think that- he was full blown sprinting. And he, his, he heard Snoop Dogg, the announcer. Oh, he's running. He has his basketball shoes on. I mean, he was full on sprinting out there. So untraditional of a boxer. And he went right for him. I respect the idea of going right for him. But I, it was either he was going to get tired or Jake Paul was going to land that one big punch and he would be done. Yeah. And now we can officially call Jake Paul the king of YouTube boxing. 
Which I, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. But definitely was it was an okay fight. It was I feel like I kinda expected Nate Robinson to, you know, try a little bit harder than just like running at him all the time. And Yeah. That was his only strategy. It seemed. And his look it looks like his coaches only taught him offense. He had no idea how to defend himself. Yeah. It was he was just running out there. You could tell that it was his first fight, basically. You know? Yes, yeah, so that's definitely an interesting thing. And we're going to see what happens with them. I, I don't really know what they're going to do. So, um, let's get on to our next uh, topic. Let's quickly hit college basketball. A lot of early upsets in college basketball. I saw Villanova, number three, lost. I know Kansas lost in Zaga, not really an upset. But still, there's there's been a bunch of upsets lately in college basketball. And have you been seeing any college basketball? Not really. I feel like in Jake Paul's first fight, like, he knocked him out in the first round. So, like, that was, yeah. you could tell with Nate Robinson that, like, it was his first fight. Very amateur moves. Yeah, definitely. And then, and then you saw Austin McBroom calling out Jake Paul after. Whole nonsense. I don't know. I think Austin McBroom should just keep his mouth shut. He offered up $5 million to somebody to fight him, so. He did? He called. Oh, I didn't see that. Logan Paul, Noah Beck, and Jake Paul. And all of them them responded to him. And mostly Logan Paul was just saying, like, yeah, I'll take that $5 million with uh, being blindfolded. So, I don't know. I. Don't I think it could be another thing that, like, it's just, like, if he were to fight either of the Pauls, I feel like he would get destroyed. Uh, don't know. Haven't seen Noah Beck, obviously, yet. Uh, well, he's a soccer yeah. player. But I could see him maybe eventually. Maybe after uh, TikTok finally goes away. Uh, which is... <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, But let's get into Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. What do you think about the decision in the whole? I don't know. I saw, It was an okay fight. It had some action. But what really got me annoyed, it was an exhibition. They hyped this up for an exhibition. It wasn't a legit fight. I mean, there was no knockouts, which didn't make any sense. So, if... Roy Jones Jr. is on the on the mat, dead. They're just gonna keep keep fighting. Like that didn't make any sense to me. And then there's gonna be bigger gloves, which all right, that's that's okay. That's not an issue. But then they also had, oh, uh, was it? Um, there's another rule that really the judges, the the judges. There was no judge, so they had these celebrity judges judge them. And were they really doing a fair job? I don't know. I mean, and then they called it a draw. One judge had Mike Tyson winning by seven. The other guy by four, had Roy Jones Jr. winning by four. And then another guy had a tie. So what does that have to do with anything? I'm kind of confused. But yeah. But did you think that Mike Tyson deserved to win? For sure. Mike Tyson deserved to win. I saw a little clip, so I was mostly focusing on uh, seeing Jake Paul stuff this morning. 
Uh, but I saw some Mike Tyson and or Jones Genie clips. Uh, but yeah, it did look like mostly Mike Tyson dominating. Uh, but yeah, but I would like to get into one last thing with boxing. Uh, Jake Paul, future fights. Who do you think is next? Uh, like he was talking about in the conference that made KSI. You think KSI? Yes. Well, he was kind of more talking about Conor McGregor though. He's not gonna fight McGregor. McGregor doesn't want to fight him. McGregor hasn't fought since Floyd Mayweather. Why would he fight Jake Paul? I don't know. I. It seems like Jake Paul really wants to go after Conor McGregor. Like he, I feel like he's more going away from KSI and going to Conor McGregor. So I don't know. Maybe he could go to KSI first. Yeah, he's definitely going to KSI. And honestly, I'm gonna be scared for KSI. KSI might lose. I'm a KSI fan. I don't know. Jake Paul is looking strong. He is a monster. I think he'll be good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's a monster. Jake Paul. Uh, this going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be... I feel like it won't happen for a bit, though. I feel like there might be some downtime. Uh, yeah, for sure. Like, at least a year. Maybe. But... I'm thinking 2022. I think it's more early 2022, though. Definitely. Yeah, it'll be like January, February 20. Yeah, maybe. But only thing I think. But it'll be it'll be definitely be interesting to see. I think Jake Paul might fight again. Soon. Uh, um. Just because. Maybe he fights Austin. Throws in an Austin fight. Maybe, but it seems like more Logan Paul wants to fight Austin. Here's the thing. Austin McBroom. I don't know, but Austin McBroom doesn't have the popularity, the clout that anyone else does. Austin McBroom can't sell at the Staples Center. Well, if it's more... He, he just that there's no way for him to sell at the Staples Center. I don't know if he'll... I don't know. I mean, you know, like I don't like. I don't know. I think, I think by the time they fight, this dude will be over. Uh, but I hope. Uh, uh, I hope anyway. I think it would be cool to see Logan Paul fight again. I haven't seen him since he lost. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't fought since KSI. It's been a year. I think he might do it. Yeah. Uh, even if it's not Austin, maybe he'll try and uh, get someone. He was talking about Floyd Mayweather a lot. Uh, re I think... Uh, I don't know if Floyd Mayweather wants to fight him. Here's the thing with Floyd Mayweather. Why would Floyd Mayweather want to fight Logan Paul? They're, what is Floyd Mayweather going to get out of it? Floyd Mayweather already retired. He retired on top. He didn't retire on the bottom. He retired on top. Floyd Mayweather, if Floyd Mayweather loses, that ruins his whole boxing reputation. Didn't Floyd Mayweather gets nothing out of winning. He only gets hurt if he loses. And Logan Paul, he he, he doesn't really get anything out of it either. I don't really see the benefit for Floyd Mayweather. Like if Logan Paul wants to start fighting again. If he wins against Floyd Mayweather, that 
then everybody won't fight him. You know. So like. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If he would to beat him. Like, yes. Overall, if loses, all right, fine. You... KSI and Floyd Mayweather. I don't think anybody's gonna want to fight him because because people. Yeah, Owen too. I don't think like people won't think that he's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, it'll be interesting to see though. Very interesting. All right, so um, let's move on from boxing. Let's get to the good old NFL. Um, so, in the NFL, we have the Broncos. I don't know what's happening at the Broncos. Rest in peace, Broncos quarterbacks. Hope you get better from COVID. But that's going to be an interesting situation. So, the Broncos put in a request to have their offensive quality coach become their quarterback. NFL said no way. So, it looks like it might be the practice guard wide receiver or the third running back. Uh, Hinton, or I think it's, I think the guy's name is Freeman, the third running back. That looks like they'll share snaps. Definitely be interesting. The Broncos are for sure going to lose to the Saints. That'll be an easy Saints win because they have no running back. I mean, no quarterback. What do you think, Aiden? I just saw something that's very funny to me. Literally, the Broncos jokingly asked the Nuggets if Nikola Jokic could play quarterback for them. Oh, I don't think it can happen, though. Man. So, all three of them are out? Yeah. all all, No, there's actually four. Practice squad quarterback. First quarterback. Second quarterback. Third quarterback got COVID. The third quarterback has the COVID. Third quarterback, Jeff Driscoll, has COVID. And he was in close contact with everyone else. So, everyone else has to quarantine for two weeks. So, they're done. So even possibly for two weeks, they could be with them. Or- uh, I think the NFL will bend the rules, and I don't think they'll. I think they'll be back. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll have this issue next week. And even if they do have the issue next week, they can always sign someone because they have more time. Ooh, maybe Kaepernick, possibly. I Kaepernick. Don't mark me on. I don't know how to say names. I don't. Um, but yeah, it's maybe that could be a possible thing. Yeah, it could definitely be possible. That might be his opportunity. They're four and six, so technically they could uh, maybe have a chance. No, I don't think so. But, yeah, probably not. Uh, but yeah, definitely a crazy situation right there. Um,. Really wacky. Xavier McKinney. What do you think about him finally getting his first game? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I think he was a great draft choice for the Giants. Best best draft choice in that draft. I hope he comes out and performs the way, he, the way we all hope he does. I mean, I, I hope he comes out a beast. And I think he will. I don't think... There's any way he doesn't come out a beast, because he is a beast. He he's a monster, and he will definitely wreak havoc on the Bengals and the Bengals practice squad quarterback. Giants easy W. Yeah. And then Taysom Hill, I mean starting quarterback again. And what do you think from tight end to quarterback? His long journey. 
He's 30 years old, finally getting his opportunity. I think against Broncos defense, I think he has a chance of, of having a really good day again. Unless Von Miller comes out of nowhere and absolutely molds him. But I think he has a good chance of doing good. Uh, as long as... Is Michael Thomas okay? Is he fine for this week? I don't know. I'm thinking he is. Yeah, I think he's limited. But we'll see. So I think he might run the ball a little bit more with Kamara. But definitely, definitely will be an interesting game. Because what if Taysom Hill, like, just is a fluke for the one week, you know? No, he's not a fluke. Just, what if? Like, what if, like, he happens to be bad? Broncos have two really good, or not really, really good, but pretty good running backs in Philip Lindsay and Gordon. So, they could run the ball a lot, and Saints could allow that. I don't know. But it would be, I yeah. think it's an interesting game. Maybe not the, like, it might be more competitive than... Some people might think. It could be. I mean, what happens if the Broncos practice squad wide receiver comes out there, balls out as wide receiver? I mean, as quarterback, balls out. It would be crazy. I feel like it's either going to be like what you just said or like a lot of interceptions. You know? Mm -hmm. But I feel like if they throw like maybe like two interceptions, they might stick to more running or sh and short passes. Mm -hmm. um, but it's going to be an interesting game to watch. I think I'm going to watch it today. Yeah. Today, right? Mm, yeah, it's today. It'll definitely be interesting to see what happens. I think a uh, good topic to touch upon. Lions head coach. Yeah. I called it. I said Matt Patricia will not be around much longer. You said Jake Paul will be knocked out in the second round. Correct. I said Matt Patricia won't be along it much longer. And he's gone. Um, and what do you think about the GM as well? Oh, uh, I mean, I think that had to happen as well. Yeah. I think eventually something had to give. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the Lions have some good pieces, uh, like DeAndre uh, Swift. I think he's gonna, he might have a, it could be good. Uh, yeah, he could have a good career. We'll see. Uh, but I feel like they did need a new coach, definitely, to like For sure. help out those young guys that are on there. Uh, and I feel like eventually, I think they might need to. Pick a quarterback in this draft coming out the Lions. Well, Matt Stafford isn't bad. It's just the fact that he's old and he's getting older. He just—I feel like he doesn't fit with the team sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe if he was on a different team, it would be a little bit better. But yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll definitely see. Yeah. All right. So, um, right. The last thing I want to get to in the NFL for today. Let's get to our picks. Um, last week, oh, we had a few guys with some good picks, a few guys with some bad picks, but, uh, let's, let's give a shout out quick to Aiden for picking the Cowboys W. 
What a surprising victory. And what a surprising pick from Aiden. That's shocking. You're so lucky. Yeah. What made you pick that? I think I'd said it. Uh, just basically, they... They're... They're good. Their wide receiving core is good, and if their wide receiving core is good, they just need a decent quarterback that can at least throw passes. They don't. At least decent passes. Like, it doesn't have to be yeah. spectacular passes. Mm-hmm. They also have a good running back, which they... Nah. Zeke is not... Didn't really get... They didn't use Zeke much. Like, honestly, I think yeah. a good day. But the other wide receivers, definitely good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you also picked the Steelers. You picked two really close games. Steelers needed a game-winning drive, and the Cowboys needed a game-winning drive or a game-winning field goal. Well, they won by a field goal. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was a good it was a good week for me. Um, so, um, my picks, they, they were okay. My t- the Titans barely snuck one out against the Ravens. I thought they were going to lose, and I thought I was done. I thought I went 0-2. But they snuck one out. Uh, they definitely did. Um, which I- I'm surprised they came back in overtime and won that game. But, yeah, I mean, 30-24, I got that win, but I also lost with the Bengals. Very disappointing, 29 against football team. But, um, yeah, but, uh, so, in what are your, what, what picks? So, Joe, actually, he went 2-0 as well. He picked the Chargers, they won against the Jets, 34-28, I believe. And uh, he also picked the Steelers, they won. Blowout 27-3. Uh, this week, since Joe did not send me his picks, I told him to send them to me. He never sent them. Uh, Aiden, uh, Joe gets automatically two losses. So the standings are looking Aiden's 2-0. I'm 1-1, and, and Joe's 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Aiden, where would your two picks, where would you like your two picks to be? Uh, Derek Carr. I think he's going to have the blowout win against Atlanta. Um, because... I think he has good wide receivers. Josh Jacobs is looking good this year. Um, I think it's going to be a bow win against Atlanta. Definitely. So you're going to pick the Raiders? Okay, who else? My one more pick. going to be Buffalo. Buffalo against the Chargers. Oh, my pick. I think Buffalo and Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen are going to have a pretty good day against the Chargers defense, which is lacking in some positions. Yeah, definitely. Alright, so uh, you pick Raiders uh, Bills. My picks this week, I'm going to go for the New York Football Giants, my beautiful Giants. Hopefully we can get number one in the division this week. And then for my next pick, I was going to go with the Bills. Aiden stole that from me. But instead of the Bills, I think I'm going to go with a definitely easy pick here. I'm kidding. I'm going with the Bears over the Packers. Mitchell Trubisky 
starting quarterback for the Bears this week. He's going to prove what he's worth, and he's going to come out and ball out for the Bears, Trubisky and the Bears over the Packers. What do you think of that pick, Aiden? Um, really risky pick, but I, I think that's, I think it's a possibility that they could win. Packers coming off a pretty weird game, um, that loss. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I think Bears probably have a chance. I just we haven't seen Mr. Trubisky play in how many weeks? A few weeks. So. Definitely. I think they can win. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I think they will. They will beat the Packers. I know a few Packers fans. And I think they'll beat them. Mm-hmm. And uh so our last sport we'll get to and then we'll then we have a question. We're gonna like to throw in a question at the end of every podcast. But uh our last uh subject we're gonna bring up today is the Seattle Kraken. NHL's new team, sick jerseys, sick logo. Sick city. Yeah, it's all sick for the Seattle Kraken. And what do you, what do you think about the Seattle Kraken? Give us your take. Amazing name. I when I uh, I know we're a bit late on this, obviously, uh, but I just wanted to bring it up today because I think it's a good topic. Just it's their thirty second team. Uh, now they have the same as the NFL. Um, and that's the only. Uh, sport that has the same number of teams as the NFL, 32, and I think it's going to be, they're, like you were saying, their jerseys are amazing, uh, their name and their logo. Love the teal, love the teal. Uh, I feel like Seattle Kraken is a great name as well, like it's just, it, I feel like it's, and the jersey is not like too overboat, like, you know, with like crack like some like type of like crack design or something like it's a it's a beautiful design it's nice and simple do you think they can come out and be the vegas knights 2.0 i don't think any team will ever do that again to be honest i think it was just a really good draft for the knights they got like some really good players in that expansion Mm -hmm. draft i don't yeah I don't know if it's going to be the same with the Kraken just because of the fact that it was so, like, it was so, like, rare for that to happen with a team. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the Vegas Knights have been a contender since they started. There's not been a one year when you're like, you know what, I don't think the Vegas Knights can make the playoffs. They've always contended for the playoffs every single year they've been in the NHL. Trades. Like, I don't know if you really paid attention to them after the first year, but yeah, like after the first year, they got Max Pacioretty, the star mm-hmm. that was the star for from the Canadians for a long time. Their captain. Yeah. So, and he's helped them out definitely, and they've gotten just various players that have helped kept them in the chase. I, I think they're very close mm-hmm. to winning the Stanley Cup, definitely. But I think the yeah. and I, I think they have, I don't know, like obviously right now at this point, who they, who will be in the the expansion draft because we, we don't know. Uh, yeah. I think once we see like who they, the team's protected, I think, it's a bet, I think that will probably be a good topic to talk about. You see those? Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
definitely. I think they have a chance. I think every team has a chance. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get to our final question for today. Good, good uh topic with the Kraken. But let's um let's bring up our final topic of the day. The all right. So, in would you like to tell us the question? You made the question for today. What's so, the question? Nick, what is your favorite jersey from any sport? My favorite jersey from any sport, like a uniform that they wear. Okay. Um. It will definitely have to be in the NBA because I think the NBA has great jersey designs. Um, it would definitely be one of the city jerseys. There's a few that I really like, um, especially this year. But, um, I think my favorite, my favorite before, like, my top three favorites for the, for the, uh, NBA or all, just basically in general are the Miami Vice, Miami Heat, the Peach Tree. Atlanta Hawks, and now the San Antonio Spurs, they have a really nice, I really like the pink and orange feel to Jersey. If I'm going to all-time favorite, I'm probably after to go with the Miami Heat, Miami Vice. Good choice. I'm going, I think you probably might know where I'm going, uh, Dallas, Maverick City. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that, that's all right. I feel it looks like they it's hired a six year old to draw a decent jersey. It's I feel like it's it's just my favorite. I just love the colors. It's it's just it's so for me it's just so cool. I just feel like it's it's just like the green outline and then just I don't know. I just like it a lot. Yeah, pops. It's growing on me. It's growing, definitely. And the new Pegasus one that they have. Yeah, it's right. It's pretty. I don't know why it's. I guess it's gold and white, like just to look clean. I guess. Because like they're that's not even anywhere close to their colors, but that's cool. Their new city jersey. But yeah, definitely. Two good answers from the both of us. Um, and I, I feel like another one would also have to be the uh, Seattle alternate jersey, Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Uh, I yeah. Just as probably most of you can tell, I love green. Green. Green is my favorite color. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So a uh, good podcast today. Definitely a good podcast from you, Aiden. Drop a bunch of topics. Hopefully, we'll get Joe back right. You love having that third host. So, yeah, uh, any, any last things you'd like to say, Aiden? Um, just thanks to anybody that's watching. Um, and hopefully... Share this with everyone you know. We're going to grow. We're going to become the number one podcast in the world. Remember that when we do. Yeah, just keep watching. We're going to... We're gonna start getting better. We're gonna get to this. Keep on growing. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna mm -hmm. expand our knowledge of just being, just being better at doing this. Yeah, we'll start, we might. Yeah. Other. All right. So um. Yeah. 
hopefully we'll have some guests next week. We're working on a few things right now. So, yeah. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope to see you next week. Share this with your friends. Leave a comment. Leave a rating. Message us on Anchor. Uh, have a good day, guys. And uh, thank you for listening. Bye.